I'm Jamie and I'm Charlotte and you're listening to With Relish. Hey everyone. (laughs) Hi. How you doing? Guess what Jamie and I are doing? Sipping tea. Sipping tea, just spilling tea. All the tea-related shenanigans going on. Tea-related shenanigans. And it's a Sunday, and I honestly just, I don't know what it is, loves recording on a Sunday for some reason. Sunday is the chill day. It's relaxing. When I go to the supermarket. Yeah, see what better fucking day of the week to yeah. be doing it. I mean, what a treat. What a dream. Uh, so we are pretty much almost at the end of season Kiwiana goodness. Season Kiwiana goodness. Yeah. <laughs> season four. I thought you were going to say season four and then you were like, season Kiwiana goodness. Yeah. Yeah. All the kiwi yummy delicious things. And some not so delicious things. What's been like. I mean, I, feel... I don't like white bait. No, you don't like white bait. No. What do I not like that you've talked about, though? I feel like I've got, like... I feel like you've been fine. Yeah. I, like, if I think back, I'm like, mm, I think the worst season for me so far has been the first one, which was all about Jello. So. That was the best season. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jamie's eyes just fully lit up. I like, try and bring Jello into every season where I can. <laughs> Oh, it's just so gross. Uh, oh, Marmite hummus, that's what was gross. Oh, yeah. See, that was just not cool. Like, I was not a fan of that. Mm, just not a mixture Mm-mm. I think that even needed to exist, really. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're kind of coming to a close. And um, we don't have much to... This is a very rambly intro. We don't have much to to talk about that's left. Like, I've got one delicious thing that I want to talk about today. Yeah, this is a rambly intro, but that's okay. I just feel like (laughs) chatting. I haven't caught up with everyone for so long. I'm just like, hey. I have prepped an episode, by the way. I'm not just just... sitting with her hand on her chin, just like gazing into the corner of the room. (laughs) I'm just having fun. She's just in a relaxed mood. Yeah, I'm super chill today. I think it's because I'm a little bit tired tired but like not like a I'm over the world tired just I'm just a bit sleepy oh you're, you're a sleepy vibe yeah just a sleepy relaxed kind of vibe um so to launch in I'm talking about something sweet and delicious today <laughs> oh it is classic kiwi lollies which start with a k are you talking about k bars yes <gasps> When you see kiwi lollies, I was like, oh, no, are we doing the same thing? Oh, my God. I would absolutely, see, that's what we <laughs> don't. heart was a pitter-patting. <laughs> Imagine if we could terror on my face just then. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I know. I could see. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to cut to the chase. Like, <laughs> I need to get the anxiety out of Jamie's body. <laughs> see, guys, we don't actually tell <sighs> each other. Like, we know the realm of what we're going to be talking about. But we try to surprise <laughs> each other every episode. I'm talking about K-bars. Okay. I fucking love K-bars. Are so you okay? Yeah, Are you I'm all right? right. Take I'm some right. Drink, yeah. drink your tea. You're going to drink my tea. 
Uh, so K-bars, K guys, if you are not from New Zealand um, or Australia, because I know that they are also in Australia, um, I'm talking about the chewy, sweet, teeth-breakingly, oh jaw-shatteringly. as a child, I was like, did I just break a tooth? Yeah. Am I going to be in trouble? Yeah, I know. Like, I... They rock hard. It's... It, yeah, it's... They are next fucking level hard. And they were, when I was growing up, 25 cents. Yeah. So, I'm talking How about... all the way that things were in cents. I know. You can't get jack shit for anything under a dollar now. I was literally laughing with Logan about it this morning because I was like, remember Whitaker's K-bars? Remember five cents... Pick and mix lollies yes. at the dairy. Yes. Five cents. We don't even have a five cent coin anymore. I know. It's absolutely insane. Um, Are we really old? I Right? Like, actually, remember when five cents existed and you I could take a dollar to a dairy? My used to give us, like, two dollars and be like, go to the dairy and get pick and mix. And you would get, like, a bag of lollies. Fuck yeah. It was like packed to the rim yeah. of like delicious whatever you could Just fucking pack bears, it with no oh, nah, i really liked the chewy teeth oh you know see, the pink and white chewy, chewy teeth I'm not a chewy teeth fan i like uh sour peaches mm, sour anything peaches sour all day every day anything sour mm. anyway okay well, anyway guys uh, yeah teeth breaking jaw shattering fucking molar removing <laughs> Whitaker's K bars, but like I, I specifically remember being scared because I had a filling. I had, I've only yeah. ever had two fillings oh, in my I entire life. It's okay. You eat a lot of sweeties. You eat a lot of sweetie treaties. It's fine. Um, but I've only ever had two fillings in my life, and I specifically remember, um, being scared that my filling would get removed with a K bar. Yeah. That it was like a filling a remover. Not, and then when you try and open your jaw again, you get this like. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's like a pop, eh? It's like the yeah, suction. and just... you're like, was that my halter? I know. Was that my tooth, gum, and part of my jaw that just came out of my cable? Worth it, though. Worth yeah, it. yeah, go with it. Go with it. It's fine. The flavor's delicious. Yeah. So um, my next question before we launched into it was, which was your favorite flavor? Oh, pineapple. Are you serious? Pineapple. Not even a question, pineapple. Are you serious? Yeah. You know, I love a tropical flavor, you know? I know, I know, I know. But I swear to God, that was like the most unloved flavor and you loved Always it. Always more for me. Wow. See, I was talking I with Logan this morning. His was raspberry. Everyone's was fucking raspberry. My, raspberry is so generic. Raspberry was yummy though, but mine I feel like was a tie between the raspberry and the lime because I really like citrusy, oh, See, I tangy. wasn't a lime fan. I was 100% pineapple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's, I just love pineapple anything. That is so interesting. I did not actually weirdly expect that for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. I just I'm a dark horse. You are a dark horse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, discussing K bars and like researching them and just kind of having a look at the history. Um, yeah, mine was raspberry and lime. I think it was a nice little balance of the two, and I have this specific memory of when I you like for me I used to buy K-bars from the school tuck shop at lunch. And I also, I used to buy them there. And I used to also buy them from the dairy at the top of yeah, my mum's road. Them at the dairy. And I've got these two memories in my brain of like adding one on to a lunch 
menu item that I'd got. So I'd got like lunch and then it was like, oh yeah, you get a drink at school. And then I got like a K-bar and K-bar was always like the weird little 20 cent dessert for me. Ah. And I remember like eating it and like you would try and eat it and then you would try and eat it in class when you weren't supposed to. And it, it was can't. so there fucking no chewy that way to eat a you're, just, you're just sitting in class just kind of like, <laughs> just like trying really See, hard I to not get in trouble. I haven't had a K-bar since maybe intermediate school. Oh, man. I but I used to walk home and it was a reasonably long walk from primary school or from the bus stop from intermediate and I used to go past the dairy mm. that was still like a good 35-minute walk from my house. Yeah. So I would, if I had some like change that I'd nicked from my dad's coin basket Love um, <laughs> on the weekend at his house, <laughs> I would go and I would get one because it would last me the entire walk home yeah. because you had to like suck it to death. Yeah. You really, really did. And if you were super lucky, yeah. you managed to like somehow melt a like, piece of it with your breath and you it. got to like yank well, it off <laughs> and then I it was, was in your mouth. I was a fan if the dairy had kind of left them in a, like in the sun and they would go slightly squishy on the outside. Yes. And then you could kind of like scrape that squishiness off. I yes. feel like we should actually explain what a K-bar is because it must sound really strange right now. Yes. So that is my next little part that I was going to get to. But I was going to say to you that I have in brackets here, for the for optimum flavor, they do need to be kept in a hot school a hot, bag yes. or preferably left in the sun for all, like the whole day. Like, and then you, you get to nibble one. half of this <laughs> and then just like leave it around and it would get better. Yeah. <laughs> It's like better with age, right? Yeah, like you chuck it, even if you just chucked it in the fridge, like the moisture would kind of soften it up and then it would be better. Totally. And um, I learned a couple of things that I hadn't really thought about or, um, yeah, I don't know, like like coming up with all of this was a bit of a nostalgic trip for me. So for anyone that's listening, um, if, you do, if you don't know what a K-bar is, they are like delicious, fruity toffee bars. I would say they're about maybe like 15 centimeters long. They're not 15 centimeters long. Surely. About that long. That's, that's 15. Like, that's like a 30 centimeter ruler. That's like 11 centimeters. Absolutely. They're not that big. Are you fucking with me? They are no, totally that big. They are not. You just had smaller hands when you were a kid. Okay, so they're about 10 to 15 <laughs> centimeters long. I'm sticking to this. We're going to measure it. it. I'm going to Google it. And they came in six different, like, fruity flavors. They came in raspberry, lime, orange, lemon, blackberry, and pineapple, which was Jamie's nasty favorite. Oh, apparently a K-bar is also a fighting utility knife that is 18 centimeters long. Are you serious? No, but if you managed to cut it and it was in a sharp point, you could, that's like a, that's like a prison, like, sheath. What is it? Like a, I just love that there is a knife that has the same name. No, it's a, what is it called? It's like a prison shiv. A shiv. Yeah. Okay, wait, I'm on the Whitaker side. I'm going to see if it's going to tell me how big a K-bar is. I swear to God, they were like 10 to 15 centimeters 25 long. grams. So they're not big. How long is a K-bar? That's what I searched for. It gave me a knife. Seven inches. That's the oh, knife, wait. love. That's, That's the knife. 
I was going to say, Jesus. I was like, they are, I've seen seven inches and a K-bar is not that. I need to tweet Whitakers and try and find out. Yeah. But anyway. How long is a K-bar? We'll just go to the dairy <laughs> we'll after go, this. Yeah, we'll try and find them. We'll, um, do, it. we'll do an add-on. <laughs> <laughs> Key takeaway from this whole thing will be how big a fucking K-bar how is. How big is a K-bar? Um, so anyway, flavours. Delicious flavors, six of them, like a really chewy, hard toffee. Yeah, I only raspberry, lime, orange, lemon, blackberry, and pineapple. Oh my god, I only remember pineapple, raspberry, lime, and blackberry. The lemon and I think the orange were the weren't flavors no one wanted. I, I think they weren't as. Uh, popular, yeah. And so I remember not seeing them as much yeah, in think, dairies. I don't remember them at all. But when I was on the Whitaker's site, you can only buy four of them on the Whitaker's site. You can only buy four of the flavors. Are I they think. the good flavors? Raspberry, lime, and two more. I can't remember. Pineapple I was literally looking at the site oh. yesterday, but I can't remember. So you can only buy four flavors on the Whitaker's site that I could see. So I don't know whether they've stopped, you know, creating two flavors or not, but. Um, yeah, so if you managed to make it through an entire K-bar, your jaw was often aching from the insane, tough, and chewy texture because they it was work. It was, like it was sweet work. concrete. Yeah. Um, and you also might recognize the name Whitakers. So Whitakers is the brand, the company that made them, and you might also recognize that from our famous New Zealand-made chocolate. Oh, um, so good. Yeah. So, so good. So the company also made K-bars, which was cool they made another thing which was um i think it was like a just a plain sort of chocolatey caramel toffee just like your they plastic do. toffee you can still get that and the packaging is really retro and like yeah. white and red they have it at the dairy near my work i love that mm-hmm. i love that packaging i remember seeing it it's being really like oh my cute. god i'm gonna buy it just for the packaging <laughs> um but yeah, so they are one of the most original Kiwi candies that are around, and Whitaker started producing them back in 1950. So they are old as fuck. Like they are Older retro, than us even. fucking retro. Yeah. Um, now I seem to pick these topics without realizing, and then inadvertently educate myself while producing my segment of the show. But I found out that the K in K bar stands for quench, spelt with a K. What? Yeah. See, that's what I said too, and that's what Logan said too when I was telling him about it a couple of days ago. My, I was just my like, my head is on so much of a confused angle that I'm giving myself a bad neck. I know. I I read an entire article about this. Why is it a quench bar? That doesn't make sense. What's it quenching? I don't know, but that's it. Don't make it. you less thirsty. It's quench spelt with a K, so K W E N C H, and I have absolutely fifties. I have absolutely. What the fuck was going on? There? I know. I have absolutely no idea why it would be called this because okay, the, we need to, to talk to Whitakers and be like we need answers yeah well and Whitakers has completely confirmed this as well Whitakers has 100% confirmed right from them I saw a tweet that they had sent a customer who asked the same question like Whitakers why is this a thing and what does the K stand for and they were like yep it's quench with a K so now um, we need to follow up and be like why is it quench with a K <laughs> tell us tell us the reasons so I yeah I have absolutely no idea why it would be called this and the dictionary definition for the word quench spelt with a q is one satisfying one's thirst by drinking and two extinguishing a fire firemen hauled on hoses in a desperate bid to quench the flames oh, yes, they did quenching those flames damn it quench those flames firemen your big hose 
Yeah, exactly. So, super weird, right? I wonder. Because you know how it takes you like an hour 45 to eat a cave up. Are you drinking a lot of water at the same time? Well, no, I'm wondering if maybe they were kind of made for when you go hiking. Like sustained energy? Like, kind of like a like a barley sugar or something. And so maybe it was... I'm thinking back to like the 50s. If you didn't carry enough water, this would like quench your... Energy levels? Yeah, or just like make you not realise that you're thirsty. Maybe. I mean, I'm also trying to think back to like I'm just when these to were made. Any fucking reason why you spell quench with a K and then I name d- a toffee after it? I just think that um, I think it's got something to do with one the times because obviously it was the 50s and they were doing a lot of weird, funny, cute kind of play on words with like labels and stuff. And yeah. like obviously there's a lot of things that they did that we look at now and we're like, um, that is bordering on sexism racism like all of the all of the above completely passed the line in every way (laughs) yeah exactly so I think it's it was definitely a time but also you know when you um you eat something and it produces all that juicy saliva in your mouth you know when you when you eat something and you're kind of like you salivate. You actually fully salivate and, like, your mouth fills up with saliva. Well, that's the thing. Maybe it makes you feel less thirsty because your mouth isn't dry. Yeah. I don't know. It's Question. so weird. Whitakers, obviously you listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, so if you could just give us a call and just, let us know, that'd be great. Just let us know. <laughs> exactly. Uh so I also found a little bit more tea for you mm-hmm. while I was looking up mm-hmm. everything K-Bar related. Um, there has been a recent-ish scandal involving a local artist who reproduced some actually really cool art featuring glass-blown K-Bars. Oh, is it the same person who does the jet planes and the... Yes, the, the guy. Eskimos, the explorers, now they're called. I don't know if he does the explorers but i know he he may very well do you it you can get big versions of those yes as well as i've seen those um but i know he did the k-bar artwork and i know he did a couple of other kiwiana lollies like classics like i know he did the jet planes my sister has the jet planes i think they're so cool but anyway so they're glass they're blown glass like he's created these really cool kiwi candy jet planes and like um K-bars. You might have seen them. I know you've probably seen, yeah. you've seen, you've definitely seen some of them. Um, anyway, he included in his original cake, his glass K-bar, he included the K-bar packaging, which in itself is completely iconic and, and instantly recognizable. And Whitakers basically told him to stop producing the I mean, art because enough. it was supposedly copyright and infringement issues, which it's I totally get. Infringement, and he's literally making, making bank, duplicating their yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. So, this, so yeah, fair enough. This, That's not okay. Yeah, totally. And like they are like when like looking into this more, I'm like they are New Zealand's most trusted brand and so they'll be yeah. trying to protect their brand at all costs yeah. so I totally get it and I totally get that work into making that brand and so it's kind of cheeky to be like I'm gonna make an exact replica of your product in a different medium and sell it yeah like, mm. 
Especially without asking. Yeah. Because if you'd asked, they might have been like, yeah, let's do a collab. Let's collab with this. Because I know what it is collab with so many like, other cool, cool things. Like, just fucking ask. Exactly. Before you steal someone's brand. Yeah. Super, super interesting, though, eh? Because I was like, his art is really cool. Like, he is fucking talented. But they're not going to partner with you but, after you've already crossed the line. Exactly. And I think I saw one image that he was – so he, he made a whole bunch, and I think one image was selling for about one thousand five hundred dollars so he was making a bit of bank on this yeah really pretty though like the there was actual glass k-bars and then there was um you know really beautiful framed up prints of like just a k-bar and because the packaging is so vivid and bright and fresh it was a fucking cool piece of art especially with the print you're literally stealing someone's work i know and like not just the work, but like the K, like think about how iconic the, the K bar package is. I know it's like this yeah, that's, bright. That's cheesy. interesting, no way. Yeah, like, as a designer, I'm like, mm, that's very questionable. Why you would think you would be able to do that and oh, it would be okay? Totally. And New Zealand is so fucking small, so like it, that would have absolutely been found out anyway. So I feel part of me is like. I kind of feel bad for him because then I'm like, oh, his creative juices. But then I'm also like, you fucking should have looked into this a bit more, mate. I feel like (laughs) he should have had the idea and then been like, wait, this is someone's product and someone's brand and put the name on it. Maybe I just flick them an email and be like, hey, I've come up with this cool idea. Do you want to work on this? Yeah. Yeah. Just at least like flag it with them and then just – don't get in trouble because it's not going to be worth it. So very interesting digging that little bit of info up. Um, the other really interesting piece of info that I found was that in 2016, you might remember that the company bought out K-Bar flavored Whitaker's chocolate. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Which had really mixed reviews. So I didn't try it. No, they also created a really cool activation down in Wellington, which was the K-Bar. Do you remember remember that? I remember that. That was cool. Same. It was like a 1950s-style milk bar pop-up, and, like, you could go in and you could get, like, K-Bar-flavored cupcakes and K-Bar-flavored shakes. and and Yeah, it was such a fucking cool idea. I was like, oh, my God, what a treat. And just so – just so smart. Like, 100% part of, like – So smart. Totally. Um. I don't remember, like you said, actually trying the chocolate personally because I'm really picky with the Whitakers and um, branded collabs that they do with, like, you know, mix and mashing. But, like, I love the hundreds and thousands chocolate that they do. I like it if it's refrigerated. Mm, it's, it's so a yummy. a little bit sweet for me if it's not. Yeah. So I don't I don't actually remember trying the K-Bar chocolate, but I do remember the advert that blew up on Twitter, which was advertising three bars lined up, like the image was three bars lined up with the label on them, and then there was a big fucking K on each label. So oh, there was it's a K-K-K. three Ks. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm like, uh, who... Safe to say, yeah, safe to say that there was some very mixed reviews on that, and I just wondered who very, signed that off. It's a very Kiwi thing to not <laughs> look at that and go, yes, this is a problem. Yeah. Because it's not a, a, a large thing in our cultural diet. Like, no, like not here. Um, but for someone overseas looking at that, 
that would be very obvious. Absolutely. Like yeah. in America that people would just be like, what the fuck? But also, um, yeah, just a very interesting choice of design for yeah, whatever that was. So I thought that that was really, really funny. Um, now, the last thing I wanted to kind of touch on was I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think we, we talked about it a little bit previously, but I was talking to Logan about this on the way here, and I genuinely cannot remember what the taste of K-bars are. Like, I know the texture, I know what they look like and what they felt like, but I I don't have any specific memories about what, they, the taste. about what they taste like. I can remember like biting into that first layer and if it was a slightly older K-bar or if it had been in the sun or in a hot, sweaty school bag like we talked about. Yeah. I remember the teeth would go like through that initial very thin and layer stop. and then stop because it was super hard and toffee-ish in the middle. And I have all these memories of where I was in my life, but I can't fucking remember what they taste like. I remember, yeah, and I remember the smell of them. Really? Because the smell and the taste are like identical. Huh. Um, it's one of those things where you taste it and you're like, this is exactly what it smells like. Mm. The pineapple one is super sweet. Is it? Super, they were all super sweet. I don't think I've ever tasted the pineapple one. But they were very strongly flavored. The pineapple one was like quite sour and tangy, but also sweet. And the raspberry one was just straight up pink, sweet. Yeah. Classic raspberry, very juicy flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. They were quite yeah. generic tasting, they, eh? But the smell to me is like it was that it was such a potent smell mm. when you opened one and it just hit you and you were like, "Yep, this is about to get sugary." Yum! This is so sweet. Mm. Yeah, they were. I do remember them being sweet, but I don't actually remember ever trying the pineapple one. And I remember trying the orange one and being really, really oh, disheartened. I hate orange flavored shit. I, I just, just don't want it. I'm not even that much of a fan of actual oranges and i hate fake orange flavor that's so funny i do not want none of this bullshit fake orange lollies they will stay in the bag yeah i like um pulpy orange juice but i don't i think it's because a lot of like um you know like barocas and medicines and like get up and go type of shit is orange flavored so i think of orange flavored things and i'm like it's medicine i'm just i i'm just not a huge fan of fake orange flavor like mm. if you get something like an orange and almond cake yum that's like a net it's naturally orangey mm, with some orange rind and it's yeah and it's a nice flavor that's that's cool that's delicious but fake orange flavor is disgusting yeah that sounds yuck yeah i don't know but um yeah to draw it to a close that's kind of that's kind of me today i just wanted to talk mm, about right. k bars and i wanted to talk about how cheap they were and how about I think I saw them in the dairy the other day for like a dollar or maybe just under like oh, 90 so cents or something. Cheap. So they're still pretty cheap. We'll go but and check afterwards. Yeah. And if anyone's listening and you haven't seen them, it's it's because you're not fucking looking because they are honestly they still are in. still there. They're still in dairies. Trust me. You just need to look. You probably just need to ask. And um, they're probably just slightly more hidden away. Like they're probably not up front on the bar at the dairy, like, you know, your chewy crocodiles and chocolate fish are because, yeah, like 
just just look because that's what I found. I was looking through a Reddit thread and so many people, it was like a New Zealand Reddit thread about K-bars and so many people were just like, I know these things exist. Who knew? So, so many people were just like, where are they? Like I haven't seen them. And literally everyone in there was that was talking was just like, how have you not seen them? They're still there. They're like most, still there. most areas might have like. They're just like on the second shelf you know down the first one yeah slightly shaded haven't probably been touched you might have to wipe the dust off it um yeah it'll make it even better yeah exactly an ancient k-bar it's like a fossiled k-bar i wonder how hard that would be (laughs) fossilized k-bar in the future yeah exactly i'd be like what the fuck no wonder these people had bad teeth jesus well so that's me thank you k-bars i haven't thought about a k-bar in years so fun, eh? <laughs> well, I'm talking about lolly cake. Oh my god, yum. Which is why when you said lolly, I was like, Ugh. oh my god, yum. <clears throat> this is like my favorite fucking cake ever. Yeah. Apart from carrot cake, which you hate. Fucking hate carrot cake. We've had this rant. Don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> so, lolly cake is a Kiwi classic and it is deceptive. We call it a cake. It's not a cake. You don't even bake it. It's a refrigerated Frankenstein of biscuits, dairy, and sugar. (laughs) That's all it fucking is. It so is. But we forgive this deception because it's great with tea and you don't have to turn on the oven. Oh, my God, yes. No eggs either. No. And in true, I grew up eating this fashion. I didn't even question how weird lolly cake is until I tried to write down an explanation of it. So we're going to start with a visualization exercise. Okay, I love it. For everyone who doesn't live in Aotearoa. Yay. So close your eyes. Imagine a round stained glass window made mostly from dirt with pink, yellow, and green chunks in it. (laughs) The window is framed with desiccated coconut and tastes like the three seconds before you have heart palpitations from eating too much sugar. (laughs) Breathe deeply and you'll smell overexcitement in birthday parties in the 1980s. That is the essence of lolly cake. Oh my god, I literally just closed my eyes and thought about it and I was like, oh, I can see it, I can smell it. You can smell it. Oh, I want it so bad. Lolly cake was definitely invented by someone's aunt who promised that she'd take a plate and then completely forgot until it was too late to go to the supermarket. (laughs) Don't judge her, we've all been there, and at least she had the wisdom to mix together every sugary item in her pantry, because that's how great kiwi icons are made. With lots of butter as well. (laughs) Shit from the cupboard. It's also how my family's favourite foods are made, and my older sister will passionately correct me whenever I call a lolly cake marshmallow log. Oh, yes. Because as far as I can tell, it's the same bloody thing yep. but made with marshmallows and walnuts instead of explorer lollies. But maybe I'm just a bad New Zealander. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <sighs> um, but back to lolly cake. If you want to get your hands very sticky and make your own piece of antipodean culinary art, <laughs> oh my this God. is what you need to do. Never, Just quietly, never in my life have I heard so many fucking spot-on terms of what this is. <laughs> like, I 100% can see it right now. Like, it is totally a stained glass window of a cake. Like, it just Made is. Made from dirt. Yeah. You can't see through it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, step one. You smash up a packet of malt biscuits. Generally, they're just your, st- your plain standard supermarket malt biscuit. In my family, 
This is done by chucking the biscuits in a bowl, Mm -hmm. giving them to the youngest person in the house, who then has to whack them with a tin can until they resemble the Saharan desert. Yes. Which sounds really weird now I've said it, but uh, we're not fancy enough for a food processor. (laughs) And I guess it kept us busy as kids, and now it's just tradition that you grind them up with a can of fruit from the cupboard and you just smash them. (laughs) I love that so much. Uh, And then step two grab a bag of explorer lollies explorer lollies are fruit marshmallows that aren't squishy yep i'm trying to figure out how to explain them they're like a very firm marshmallow it's like someone has made marshmallows 10 years ago and then you get to eat them yeah they're hard they're, they're called, not soft yeah, and squishy. Yeah, they've got bite to them. Yeah. And they used to be called Eskimo lollies, but that was super racist and not okay. Mm. So now they're called Explorers or Emos. Yeah. And anyway, the important part is that they look like little pastel-colored people in puffer jackets, and you're going to chop them up, throw them in your smushed-up malt biscuits like some kind of surrealist Mad Max diorama. Yes. Now, step three. It's New Zealand, so we need to add some dairy. <laughs> And some more sugar. (laughs) So you're going to melt 120 grams of butter and pour that all over your unfortunate explorers in the Saharan malt desert. It's honestly going to look like a fucking bowl of shit. You're going to pour in half a can of condensed milk because it's delicious. So good. And you're probably going to eat the rest of that can of condensed milk because what the fuck else are you going to use it for? So just eat it with a spoon. Actually, though, like you open condensed milk, it goes into like one to two recipes max, and then you eat it with a spoon. You eat it with a spoon. Because there's nothing else to fucking do with it. Like what else do you do with it apart from putting it in a thing and making caramel or dolce de leche? It's delightful. Yeah. I put it in a jelly. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) So step four, you're going to mix all that together. And I say you're going to try and mix all that together because this biscuit lolly condensed milk butter nightmare is stickier and greasier than the floor of a Dunedin Unibar. <laughs> and it looks like something you threw up after a birthday party. As it a actually kid. does, eh? It looks like sick. It looks terrible. <laughs> and you're going to need to get your hands in there to form it into a log shape and it's going to feel gross. But bear in, hang in there. Bear in there? That's Just not a be- phrase. Bear in there. Bear That's with. It. Yeah. Because it's worth it. (laughs) Now, at this stage, your lolly cake should look like a large, multicolored clown poop. (laughs) Now, go ahead and roll that poop in desiccated coconut. (laughs) Just roll the poop. Roll the poop. Just roll the poop. Now, my sister's lolly cakes are always rolled up in a tube of baking paper with the ends twisted shut. Oh, my God. She's so fucking organized and, and tidy. And she's the expert, so I'm pretty sure that's what we do next. I love it. I've actually eaten your sister's lolly cake before. You have. Delish. Like, fucking pro as lolly yeah. cake. Yeah. Now, step six. Your clown poop is now masquerading as a baking paper Christmas cranker. Mm-hmm. And you just pop that in the fridge until it goes solid. Mm. Now, when you're ready to unleash an irresponsible amount of sugar on the world, slice it up and enjoy the conflicting sensations of forming tooth cavities and an addiction at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Because lolly cake is like crack for New Zealanders. You can't just have one slice. Nah. Even if you're like, "Mm, not sure I like it, 
you'll find yourself reaching for another piece without even realizing because it's in our DNA. It's so good. And it's so smooth and delicious. And it's cold. And it's just there's something so fucking yum about it. Like when I think about lolly cake, I'm like, uh, it's all right. Like I could take it or leave it. But when it's out, if it's in front of me. Yeah. Oh, it is gone. And it's so good. You know what? I actually really like eating um, plain malt biscuits. I like dunking them in tea. Yeah, I grew up on plain malt biscuits. They're, they're so delicious. yummy. You put Nutella on them. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. So good. You put Nutella on. You put a marshmallow on top. You put that shit in the microwave. Yum. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I want a packet of malt biscuits now. We'll, go, we'll get one of those from the dairy. So good. K-Bars, malt biscuits. Yeah. Um. And like the mysterious lamington, the mince and cheese pie, and the newly rebranded Afghan tortoise cookie from previous episodes, there is no record of lolly cake being invented. We know that they were around in the 1940s, Mm. but weren't commonly available in bakeries and supermarkets until the 1960s. Oh, okay. This shocks me, because lolly cake has all the hallmarks of a mid-century food. It really does, yeah. The complete lack of nutritional value. The strange ingredients list. Mm. The desiccated coconut that screams, it was either this or a jelly mold. Yeah. It looks like something fucked up, like out of a 50s cookbook on the coloured page. It looks like like the coloured photography pages. Seven party foods you can make from the pantry. Yeah. That's what it is to me. Yeah. So it shocks me that it's been around since the 40s. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, so that's a thing. And fun fact, if you know I love a fun fact. Yep. Lolly cake and its sibling marshmallow log mm-hmm. have a lot in common with a northern Irish treat called fifteens. Okay. Fifteens are pretty much only made in the Irish province of Ulster. And are inventively named because the recipe is 15 digestive biscuits, 15 marshmallows, 15 glacé cherries cut in half, Mm -hmm. plus some condensed milk and coconut. Oh, my God. So it's almost exactly the same, but without the butter and with glacé cherries. Huh. I really want to see what this looks like now. It looks exactly the same. Does it? Yeah. And it's just got glassy cherries in yeah. it as well. And I really hope they sell glassy cherries in bags of 15 over there because otherwise the remaining like seven cherries will languish forgotten forever in your pantry. I because know. they have no real business being put in anything. They fucking taste like nothing. They taste like, like little textured jelly-ish. I do not like them. No, neither. Not a fan. No, neither. They don't fucking taste like... They taste waxy. Yeah. And they're like on old 70s Christmas cakes. They taste like they were in an op shop for 10 years. (laughs) They really do. That's what they taste like. Oh, God. That is the best. That's what they taste like. No, they do. They taste really they taste old and dusty. Weird and dusty and strangely textured and like they're slightly more dried out than they should be. And a slight, ever so, like one-tenth of a mothball. Yeah, and it's like they should have a flavour, but they're so old that it's kind of gone away. Yeah. That's what they taste like. <laughs> I'm never going to look at glassy cherries the same. I'm going to get the fuck out. I just prefer not to look at glassy cherries. They change me. But it wouldn't surprise me if all three of these mashed biscuit-based treats are based on the same original recipe, although ours is clearly superior because it has chopped up explorers in it. Totally superior. Yeah. And you don't have to fucking bake it, which is the 
best thing about lolly cake. Because in New Zealand, Christmas is in the summer. Mm. It's quite often very hot and humid. And so this is a really delicious treat that you can make without having to turn the oven on and heat your house up when it's full of fucking people. Yeah. You can just whack it in the fridge. Everyone loves it. I've never met anyone who didn't want to eat lolly cake. No, nah, neither have I actually. And you're right. Like it can just be because you roll it up and you put it in a log. Like it's yeah, traditionally served like a log. And it will last forever. But you can like put like a sausage of it in yeah. between bowls of other stuff yeah, in the and fridge, you, just you know? Slice it up and mm. good, to go. good to go. I love it. You could also just make one on the weekend and just slowly slice away at it for like yeah. work or school i don't know do, uh, probably school lunches are probably it's probably too unhealthy i feel, feel oh, like maybe probably... these days but back in our day that was a cent school lunches totally leftovers what yes, an amazing please. imagine like opening your lunchbox and like the horrors oh. of like school moms these days and like oh my god there's no carrots and hummus like there's just lolly cake you'd probably be ostracized at school like See, if you're a kid very before. healthy lunches mm. And very budget-conscious lunches. Yeah, same. There was a lot of... Um, My mum was a lunchbox queen, but it was like a budget-healthy lunchbox queen. Yeah, it was... I mean, if we were if we were getting a treat, there would be a lunch and sausage sandwich in there. Mm-hmm. What a treat. Or a, another big treat would be a, a Marmite and chip sandwich. Oh, my God, yum. That was the, the epitome and if or the like chips were still crunchy. squares of chocolate. Mm. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Amazing. Delicious. We had it pretty fucking good, didn't we? Mm. I mean, I spent my entire primary school years trying to wrangle a uh, fruit roll-up. Do you know what I've just... I have never eaten a fruit roll-up, but I imagine that they are like God's gift in my mind. We weren't allowed... I've literally just thought, digressing real quickly, slightly... We should do an entire episode on fucking school lunches and like oh we should God. try and talk to Sony people. Sandwiches. Yeah, we should try and talk to we people should. about the horrors of like what was in your school lunchbox? Like what were you allowed? What were you not allowed? Yeah, How's this changed? My manager at work, who at one point was also your manager, mm-hmm. doesn't eat lunch at work ever because she is so traumatized from her mum sending her to school with hummus wraps. Oh yeah. Back before New Zealand was particularly multicultural. Mm. And people made fun of her because of the garlicky smell of the hummus, and now she doesn't eat lunch at work. That's horrible. That's fucking some trauma there. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sitting next to her with my fucking hummus. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nom, 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 nom. This is so good. Hummus is the bomb. Um, but yeah, anyway, digress. Send us Sorry. Your school lunch horror stories. Please. Slide into our DMs. This is the only thing you want us to slide into our DMs with. Yeah. Um, that's a lie. You can slide in with any weird foods that you want to talk to us about. Yeah, 100%. Um, send noodles. Yes. Send us um, anything that you had in, like, school lunches, preferably, like, fucked up things that you had or, like, maybe you were super budget. Maybe you didn't have a lot of money in your family. Maybe you had an apple and a sandwich and that was it. Maybe you were super I don't know, you had a nice abundant lunchbox. Maybe you were bougie and you had a peach fruit roll-up, in which case I want to slap you. If you're a Kiwi (laughs) that was allowed a roll-up or one of those long... Anything that was pre-packaged. Yeah. Because we made everything at home, which, A, delicious, because my mum is a mean cook. Mm. Um, But also it meant that I had this weird association with things in packets being like extra special yes because the only thing we really had in a packet was a little cardboard box of raisins yes sun-made raisins sun-made we had raisins. those too 
Um, and so anything that was like a processed food, I was like, what is this magic? Yeah. How interesting, eh? I would love to I talk to other people about this. I packaging now. because I'm just like, oh my God, it's in a packet. I wasn't allowed this. It's a fancy packet, except for <laughs> micro packaging that can get in the fucking bin. Yeah, exactly. I don't need individually wrapped prunes. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> the fuck. Fuck me. Can we just dig a hole and bury the planet already? Because take a step back and be like, do I need an individually wrapped dried apricot? (laughs) Just in case you're wondering, the answer is no. Just shove it in your pocket. Just use a little (laughs) just use a little bit of of baking paper, just make a little twist around that dried apricot, or you know, get a fucking lunchbox. Yeah, shove it in there. Shove it in there. Just shove it in your gob. Just hold Stop. it in your cheek like a chipmunk. <laughs> you don't need Stop plastic. It in your mouth until lunchtime. <laughs> It'll be pureed jam by then. Stop buying pre-packaged tiny foods. You fucking morons. I'm not even sorry. So, guys, when you listen to this podcast and it's about, um, I forgot what I fucking talked about, K-bars and lolly cake, you will be getting a grilling at the end about lunchboxes and plastic. Just FYI. Also, lettuces and bags. I'm sorry. You go to the supermarket. There's lettuces and plastic bags right next to lettuces not in plastic bags. So clearly they don't need to be in a plastic bag. Also. Why are they like this? Do you hate dolphins? I don't, yeah, I don't hate dolphins. I really like dolphins. They're really fucking cute and they feel like they'd be rubbery. making unnecessary rubbish. Also, stop putting, which is why we're really getting into it, (laughs) just stop putting elastic bands on pineapples with a label. My pineapple doesn't need a headband. Like, stop it pineapples because i'm like i'm not gonna buy tin pineapple i'll just buy a fucking pineapple yeah especially when they're on special they've all got a rubbery headband on them yeah a rubbery headband with a giant label that takes up the whole side of the pineapple guys we know it's a pineapple yeah we can identify it also if it's a new zealand pineapple i know it's a doll pineapple i know it's it's probably come from hawaii because we're in the fucking pacific ocean fiji no but there's a doll pineapple thing on hawaii as well yeah so. I think the ones that we have come from Fiji. Okay. Well, that's even closer. So, even yay. Closer. But, yeah. So, yeah, just, like, maybe cut down on that shit, you know? <laughs> Is there Where anything else you wanted to talk about with lolly cake? <laughs> no. Can you guys tell that Jamie and I are passionate about certain things? <laughs> Look, they recently banned fruit stickers, which we've ranted about before, and I'm really happy because I bought a bag of apples the other day. And I got home and every single one of them had not one, but two fruit stickers. That two is... Two identical fruit stickers. That is so ridiculous. I'm getting closer and closer to a microphone. Sorry about your ears, but... <laughs> that's okay. Very passionate. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's me. I'm done. You're done? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, and please, we are... Just to remind everyone, I think I mentioned it on the last podcast, uh, Jamie and I are going to be hosting our podcast on a completely different, uh, I guess, server... Software, website software rss feed yeah so I that is coming everything we're saying has a question mark at the end because we don't know how to explain it question but mark? like it just goes higher up when you go into spotify you may have to search for us because the one that you've got saved might disappear and there might be a new one yeah 
So if you happen to, I don't know, go to Stitcher or iHeartRadio or Apple uh, Podcasts, wherever the hell you listen to your pods, basically, if you can't find us one day, just research for With Relish Podcast and it should pop up. But we're going to try and make it as smooth as possible, uh, the transition, and that's going to all be happening sort of early September. So, uh, yeah, we've got a lot in the pipeline. We're growing, and we just want to make sure that we are hosting this podcast in the best place possible so it's super easy for us to, you know, get it live and make sure that it's there when you guys want it and just, yeah, for growth opportunities, really. So uh, don't freak if you can't find us. Just research. <laughs> research. Research for it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Love you guys. Love yous. See you later, alligator. Bye.